0: at butcherbox.com slash morningcup and use code morningcup to choose your free-for-a-year offer plus get $20 off your first order.
1: In the 1970s and 80s, a monster hunted the Connecticut River Valley. Seven bodies found, one survivor, and no suspects.
0: Two more murders 15 miles the away the arrived arrived really? and electricity line by one investigator is reminiscent of a weird religious right. <coughs> Morning. A cup of friendship is supposed to bring out the best in us but sometimes two people meeting can have terrible consequences Many know about the iconic duo of Leopold and Loeb two wildly intelligent young men who believed that they could literally get away with murder due to how smart they were. And on May 21st, 1924, they attempted to show the world just how smart they were. So, if you like your coffee hot but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. Nathan Leopold was born in November of 1904. He was a child prodigy who claimed to have spoken his first words at only four months old. Richard Loeb was born in June of 1905 and with the same exceptional intelligence as Leopold. He skipped several grades in school and was the University of Michigan's youngest graduate at 17, though he was described as lazy and unmotivated. Loeb was obsessed with crime and the idea of the perfect murder from an early age. The two boys became friends in 1902 after they had discovered their mutual interest in crime. The pair started small with acts of petty theft and vandalism, but eventually graduated to more serious crimes like arson. They decided to plan and execute a sensational, perfect crime that would garner the public attention that they deserved. They decided that the kidnapping and murder of a child would be the ideal crime for media attention and spent several months forming a plan. They searched for a suitable victim and landed on 14-year-old Bobby Franks. Bobby was Loeb's cousin as well as his neighbor, and on May 21st, he would become the pawn in their perfect crime. Using a car that Leopold rented under a false name, they offered Bobby a ride. He initially refused, but eventually entered the car. It is believed that this is when Loeb struck the boy in the head with a chisel several times and then dragged him into the back seat where he was gagged and soon died. With the body of the boy on the floorboard and out of view, the duo drove 25 miles to Chicago where they poured hydrochloric acid on the body to obscure his identity and concealed his body along the railroad tracks. In order to hide the true motive of their crime, they made a ransom demand and created an intricate plan to collect it. They even used a typewriter that they had stolen in their early days of their criminal history to write the ransom note. Before they could complete the ransom demands, the body of Bobby Franks was found and their kidnapping ruse was exposed. They were convinced that they would never be caught and went on to live their lives. Loeb went about his daily routine, but Leopold spoke constantly with police and reporters. The boys' perfect crime fell apart when a pair of glasses belonging to Leopold were found near the body. They confessed, saying the killing was simply an exercise of intelligence, and were sentenced to life in prison, plus 99 more years for kidnapping. Loeb was murdered by a fellow prisoner in 1936, while Leopold was released on parole in 1958. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to hear what terrible thing happened on May 22nd. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. And please share it with your friends. Remember, stay safe. This has been my morning cup of murder. My morning cup of murder is a daily podcast that talks about something that has happened in the true crime world on this day in history. Thank you for listening.